Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as uh, simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg... This is The Deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not uh, as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Welcome to Horse Tracks, a feature of Mile High Broncos Podcasts, part of the Fans First Sports Network. Here's what's happening in Broncos country. Good morning, Broncos country. Happy Thursday to you all. This is Christopher Hart of Mile High Report with the Fans First Sports Network, bringing you today's edition of Horse Tracks. The Denver Broncos have entered their bye week of the 2023 season, so there isn't a whole lot of breaking news to get into, but I'd like to lead off the podcast by giving a shout out to Justin Simmons, who was named the NFL's AFC Defensive Player of the Week for his performance against the Chiefs. A big shout out to him. He did a great job against Kansas City, and he's just been a terrific player for Denver his entire career here. So it's great to see him get that award, get that honor, and get that first W of his career against the Chiefs. So I'm really looking forward to seeing him progress the rest of the year and seeing him be one of the leaders of the team that helped propel Denver to the next level. Speaking of the victory against the Chiefs, I think all of you are probably still riding the high from this past weekend's big win against Kansas City. I know I am. Uh, It's absolutely great to see the Broncos be competitive in a big game. It was a game that they needed to win to keep the playoff hopes that they have for the season alive, and they did that. They just demolished the Chiefs. Their defense was ferocious. They came at them 100%. So I think that's going to breed a lot of confidence at Dove Valley amongst the staff, amongst the players moving forward into next week's matchup against the Buffalo Bills on Monday Night Football. And in my article this morning, I had talked about can the Broncos really make a playoff run? And after their win against the Chiefs, 
I think that anything is possible because the Chiefs are one of the best teams in the league. And if they can beat them and they can play at a high level, I'm very interested to see how they can do the rest of the year. Obviously, this game coming up on Monday Night Football against Buffalo, not this Monday, but a week from this coming Monday, will be huge for their playoff implications and chances. It's a must-win game for them. Buffalo sitting right there with a wild card berth as we speak. So if the Broncos can beat them and move to four and five, that's going to give them a little bit of wiggle room with the rest of their schedule. There aren't a whole lot of super tough teams the rest of the way out. The Browns got a really good defense. So that game, which is, I believe, after the Vikings game, which is in between Buffalo and the Browns, is going to be tough. And I think that the Lions game on the road in Detroit, and the Lions are a good team this year, probably the three hardest games that the Broncos have on the schedule the rest of the way out. But if they continue to play good defense, if the offense can continue to maximize on their opportunities off turnovers and do well in the red zone, the sky's the limit. I think we'd all like to see Russell Wilson improve a little bit, uh, get better on third down, stop taking bad sacks. But hopefully this bye week, gives them the opportunity to evaluate what they did in the first half of the season and give them an idea of what they were really good at and what they can improve upon. And then the sky's the limit for them the rest of the year. It's theirs for the taking. They've got nine games left, and they can really control their own destiny by playing well. Uh, I think they need six wins to get to the playoffs, and that would put them at nine and seven. It's going to be tough, but I think obviously after beating the Chiefs, and what we saw this past Sunday, anything's possible. And the narrative that we have now, the enthusiasm that we have now, is far different than it could have been had they lost. So I'm really excited to see the rest of the season play out. With all that in mind, I'd kind of like to take a look back at the first eight games of the season and talk about some players who I feel have played very well to date and that fans should be appreciative of or be very, you know, have a positive outlook on based on the results to date. The first one would be wide receiver Cortland Sutton. I think that he's had a fantastic year. I know that some people on social media are saying, you know, he doesn't have a whole lot of receptions or a whole lot of yards. But given the fact that he's only been targeted 46 times, I think having 33 receptions for 380 yards and six touchdowns, which matches his career high, which was in 2019, is quite good. There are two metrics I'm looking at which kind of are emblematic of Sutton having a good year, which would be a success rate as a receiver, which is at 61%. Uh, what success rate is or what that measures is the amount of catches of his that go for first down. And he's at 19 of them out of his 33 are going for first down. So that's great. That is nearly 11% higher than his historical average. So that's something that fans should be proud of, should be happy about when they dig deeper into the numbers. And another one would be catch rate. So a catch rate is the percentage of catches he's getting relative to the targets thrown his way. He's actually been quite poor overall throughout the course of his career. He's been a sub 60% receiver. And the metric for the above average to good to very good wide receivers in the league is around 62, 63, 64%. This year, he's at an astounding 71.7%, which is top 10 in the NFL, which is fantastic. So I'm seeing a lot of good stuff from Cortland Sutton this year. I think that he's been Denver's best 
player on offense, probably by far, in my opinion. And I'm really happy that he's around. I know that there were trade rumors last year and even leading up to the deadline this year that he could get moved. But he's really coming to his own in that X role in Sean Payton's offense. And I expect him to be a leader for the team down the stretch. And I expect him to make some big plays, uh, even have some post some better games, have some better numbers, be more consistent. But for the most part, outside of a few games, uh, the, the Vegas game at the beginning of the year and the Jets game in particular, I think he's done quite well. So I'm excited to see what the future has in store for him. But I do think he's looked good to date, and I expect him to be even better in the Broncos' second half of the season. Another player that I'd like to highlight on the offensive side of the ball would be Lloyd Cushenberry. It seems that for the past couple of off-seasons, fans were ready to throw in the towel on him. They didn't think that he developed good enough, that they needed to go in a different direction. But patience is a virtue, and when it comes to developing draft prospects, especially offensive line, it takes multiple years for players to hit their stride. It's When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Really quite amazing that Lloyd's been as consistent as he has been this year. But then again, he's got a more functional guard next to him. And Ben Powers and Quinn Miners has played well additionally. So having that trio be solid on the interior of the Broncos line has been great for them. And, and Lloyd's kind of spearheaded those efforts. He's been really good at getting to the second level on his blocks. And he's been really good in pass protection, especially the past couple of weeks. So a big shout out to him for his accomplishments this season and really growing as a player. And like I had said, you know, some players, uh, some people had kind of thought, oh, we should move on from him. But now, with the way that he's played so far this season, he's one of the only candidates in-house that the Broncos probably should be considering extending for the 24, uh, 20, uh, 2024 season and beyond. So it's, it's, it's great to see him developing. I'm going to be very interested in seeing what they do at the center position. They had drafted a couple guys the past few years, but centers are in demand and having a guy that's playing at his level would be beneficial for the team moving forward. Another player that I'd like to mention on the defensive side of the ball would be free agent acquisition Zach Allen, who's done a tremendous job, especially the past couple of weeks, and he had an incredible game against the Chiefs. Uh, putting pressure on the quarterback, getting after the passer, being consistent in the run game. Zach Allen has done all those things in the Broncos' kind of defensive emergence over the past couple of weeks. And 
a lot of us were kind of dogging him early on in the year because he wasn't really doing a whole lot. The defense wasn't great at all. Miami had thrown up 70 on him. I mean, it was bad for a while, but over the past three or four weeks, I would say he's arguably been outside of Patrick Sertan, the Broncos' best defensive player. Uh, as far as quarterback hurries go, pressures go, um, getting, you know, after opposing quarterbacks, he's leading the league in a lot of metrics. His pressure rate is off the charts. I believe that 21% of his pass rushes are resulting in pressure, which is phenomenal. I believe that statistic was from Pro Football Focus. But uh, it's really good to see that Zach Allen is coming into his own. He's progressing. He's getting better. Uh, when Draymond Jones left in free agency and signed with the Seahawks, a lot of fans were upset. A lot of fans were hoping that he'd stick around. But uh, based on their play to date, comparatively, I'd like to say that Allen's done better this year. And that's good for the Broncos and good for the team moving forward. So, you know, three Broncos that I thought impressed to date so far have been Sutton, Cushenberry, and Allen. And I'm really looking forward to those guys being a, a great trio that the team can rally around individually uh, the rest of the year. And I, I think that we're, uh, the, their best football is yet to come. So that's something I just kind of wanted to highlight today. It's the bye week, so there isn't a whole lot to talk about. But, um, yeah, it's, it's still nice that we beat the Chiefs. I'm still feeling good about it. And I'm more optimistic than ever on the Broncos' chances the rest of the way out. So I hope you guys all enjoy the rest of this bye week and uh, look forward to talking Broncos with you the rest of the week. And uh, we'll have some good content in store as uh, they gear up for the Buffalo Bills on Monday Night Football. Thanks again.